BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, this is Alexis Haynes. Join me every Monday for a new episode of my podcast, Recovering from Reality. Whether you're on the road to recovery, seeking self-care techniques for surviving the capitalist machine, or just need a moment to remember that you're not alone in your loneliness. I'm here to deliver intimate conversations and expert insights to empower you on the road towards authentic wellness. So are you ready to recover from reality? This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Hi, everybody. How are you? Happy Tuesday. It's just me today. So no interview today, even though I have a very exciting interview that's going to come out next week. Going to be super cool. But I just wanted to say hey and chill a bit and just talk some shit. You know what I mean? Also, flashback Tuesday to when I did a question box and was like, talk shit to me. And then people talk shit about me. And to be fair, I think some people got really excited about the opportunity to roast me, which is super cute. And then I feel like some people really wanted to complete the assignment, but like weren't excited to insult me, but like found a way. They're like, well, sometimes you do this. And I'm like, you really don't have to. (laughs) But Anyway, that was fun. Before we get into some celebrity stuff, I just wanted to say, first of all, I don't know. I've been whatever the fuck is going on with the galaxy. I don't know if I can even blame astrology or like Pisces and fucking the water or whatever is happening, but I've been on motherfucking edge. I've been, I've been like PMSing even when I'm not PMSing, even though I've said this before, like I'm the girl who always has her period. Like, and I feel like that used to insult me because it feels like gross, like always have my period. I do get it once every four weeks, but for some reason, because of the like, PMS and then the post fucking I also have post right and then I have the ovulation I feel like I'm I'm in a cycle all month which I am technically and we all are but anyway I've been on one and I've also been like semi having like an existential crisis or like a mid 
career crisis or no, like I know exactly what I'm doing. I don't know sometimes what to call it, which we've discussed. And then I get all like girl boss and I'm like, no, I'm an entrepreneur. No, I have a brand. And like, I am really jealous of the people that, you know, I I know people in this industry that that are doing things even for less amount of time that I have that from the beginning, you know, calling themselves media companies or calling themselves these big words and titles. And maybe I do have imposter syndrome and maybe that's why it's hard for me. Or maybe I'm just too self-aware and maybe I'm just too judgmental that I've judged people for doing that like too quickly or whatever, where I'm like, don't you be calling yourself that honey. But then on the flip side, I want to empower and I want to give myself credit where credit is due and not just be like, I don't know. I'm just like on here. Like, no, you're not, bitch. You've been doing this for six years and pour your heart and soul into it every single day. You don't get jaded. You're not like, oh, great. Now that I have this, I could just chill. No, no, no. I keep on going at the same stamina. So I think and a lot of you asked me why I deleted like my Instagram bio. And that's like where I am in my life. Like, that's a perfect representation of how I feel is like, what do I call myself? What do I say? And I think I'm just a perfectionist in that way. I just want to find something that sits really right with me because pop culture expert makes me want to throw up. Influencer makes me want to throw up. I'm also triggered by influencer culture. I think I used to follow like only my friends. Right. And then I, you know, when I started doing this, followed like only celebrities. And I think that now that I follow a lot of other people that are also in the influencer world, I get really triggered because I'm too self-aware and some of them are not. And I don't want to like when I see shit, I'm like, I really hope I don't do that. Or I don't like the world that I'm kind of in. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm like, this is the world. Like I know that in a lot of different places, it's it is full of lies and it's deceitful and I'm not like that, but then I'm in this world. So how do I make sure that you know that I'm not like that without screaming? I'm not like that. I think a lot of people know, but I'll just give you a few examples. Like I literally know influencers that have bought followers and I have no influencers that call themselves influencers, but they've never had a brand deal in their life. So how are you calling yourself that? What are you influencing? You've never been sent even like a free product in your life, but somehow This person is making people believe that they are an influencer and talks about it and talks about working with brands. I'm like, literally haven't. Or I see people just really trying too hard to have people like them or to say the right thing or to appeal to the masses. And for me, I feel like I could I really spot that shit. And I swear to God, you guys, I'm not lying. I have had hunches about people. I feel like I just have really good instincts about people. So like, believe me when I tell you about people, because I really feel like I know and I, and I've been proven right before, but, and, and I'll just see shit like that. And I'll be like, Oh, I hate that I'm part of this world because I'm not like that. But how do you scream from the rooftop? So you're not like that. Or how do you, you know, and that's why I don't like being called an influencer or content creator, because like these people sit and think about, what to say and what to do and what to like create so that people will like it, which I guess isn't far from like 
a screenwriter or a writer. Like everybody wants people to like their work. I don't know. I just, oh, okay. This is going to get into my, my next spiel about TikTok is that, okay. So I used to not even know what the app looks like. And then you guys would always send me like links to things on TikTok. And then it would open in my like Safari. And it was just really, I was like, you know what? I'll get the app. I'll get a TikTok or whatever. So I don't follow anybody there, but it's just easier. So when people send me links or I hear about a TikTok, I'll just like go search it. And then people always tell me like, Amanda, you would do so good on TikTok and like your stories and like this. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm never going on there. And then I'll like start to be like a little convinced, like, should I? Like, I don't even have time to be dealing with another app. And that's, I feel like on TikTok, it's like more even curated than Instagram because it's like you have to like create these videos and that's not really my style. Anyway, the last thing that turned me off of TikTok is that, again, somebody like told me about someone. I was like, wanted to see who they are, like a TikToker with obviously like a gazillion followers. So I went to that person's page and I was like, okay, like, this person obviously like shares their life. Obviously, this person is like super young, like 20 something. And then I got to a video of like this person crying hysterically, which I'm told is a thing on TikTok to cry. And they're basically saying like to their fans, like, don't say hi to me on the street. That's not part of my, you know, I don't know you that doesn't make me feel good. And obviously, like if you're being harassed and like touched or anything, I understand. But I was really triggered by that. And it made me not want to. It made me like solidified in my I'm not going on TikTok thing. Because like, okay, so this girl, for example, and nothing against her, if you think you know who it is, she seems awesome and funny and cool. But that specific video made me realize like, okay, so this person, along with so many others that like blew up on TikTok just because of how the algorithm is and how you can like blow up overnight from you know, zero to a million followers and get like are acting like they're Madonna. They can't walk down the street. Like I know people in the space that have been for years. Like I'll give example of like the foster sisters, Erin and Sarah. They've been around fame their whole lives. They are smart and funny and talented and have a combined, you know, lots of followers and lots of people that love them and buy their stuff. And they're happy to meet fans on the street or followers or whatever, you know, like I've heard them specifically say, we love when you guys say hi and they repost pictures with fans and stuff. So I'm not even talking about me. Like, obviously, like I love seeing you guys out and about and I love when you say hi and, and I, I love connecting and obviously I would rather you say hi than just like stare. And, you know, I would do that by the way, if I saw somebody that I knew on the street or in a restaurant, I'd fucking stare. So good for you for saying hi. But this person, and of course, if it's like a mental health thing or whatever, then I'm not judging. But this person literally saying to the people that fucking adore them, like, stay the fuck away from me. Like, Justin Bieber wouldn't do that. Like, yeah, Justin Bieber did say once, like, please don't stand outside of my house and like stalk me. Okay. But this person is saying, if you see me on the street, don't approach me. I don't know. Like, you literally came on this app five minutes ago. I just think that there is influencer culture and there's social media and there's people that have been doing Instagram or Twitter or, you know, whatever. But this TikTok thing and the way that app specifically works is insane to me. Like, I just can't get behind it. I can't. And I, I that's why I can't go on it just because I don't believe in, in it. Like, first of all, it pisses me off whenever I 
end up opening the app. It like screams at me. It just goes from video to video. And I'm like, what's happening? And then, and then does this happen to you guys? Like, I think that I'm out of the app, but it keeps talking. And I'm like, what app is talking? Like, it's just too crazy for me or I'm too old or I'm too whatever. But I just want to stay in my lane. And I think that back to my existential crisis or mid-career crisis is like, I am so busy with what I'm doing, but like, I always want to be doing more. The thing is with this business is a lot of times you're like waiting for the next opportunity to come to you, right? You're like, okay, let me get that next email, that next offer, that next exciting thing. But sometimes you have to be proactive about it. So I think that's where I'm at now is like, what do I want to be proactive about next? Like what's the next thing I want to do? Okay, you guys, we're always looking for really cute jewelry, Hailey Bieber vibes, but also like personalized jewelry vibes. Like I'm all about it. As you guys know, I have Noah personalized jewelry like all over me. It's kind of obsessive, but the Sis Kiss makes the cutest. I'm currently wearing their initial N ring. And also I have in my ear like a crawler that says Noah. I also have these really cute hoops that say Amanda because let's give myself a little love. And they just have really cute stuff. So look into them, the Sis Kiss. They also are uh, women owned and operated. And I love that. I also love that the owner, her name is Megan. She was a Cleveland based trial attorney and she literally turned into a jewelry designer. She started the Siskis as a side hustle and then realized like this is my passion and really is doing this now full time. She never looked back. She's designing and building a team and we support that. And especially because it's pretty. Okay. So if you guys are looking for yourselves to get like personalized cute jewelry or even for a gift, I feel like it's perfect. Check out the sis kiss, the sis kiss.com. And you could use code not skinny at checkout to get 20% off your first purchase. The sis kiss.com code not skinny at checkout to get 20% off your first purchase and go to the sis kiss on Instagram to see more. Cha-ching! That's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. You guys, whether you're buying merch from your favorite influencer, it's probably powered by Shopify, okay? Shopify powers millions of entrepreneurs just like me. I know it's hard to call myself that, but you know I am one and you can be one too. And Shopify can help you from first sale to full scale because every 28 seconds, a small business owner makes their first sale on Shopify. And that could be you. If you have an idea, Shopify can help you bring it to life and you could just get going. Okay. You could find customers, drive sales, and Shopify will help you manage your day-to-day and gain knowledge and confidence with extensive resources to help you succeed. Basically, if you want to sell something, this is the place. And Shopify is more than a store. It's going to help you connect with your customers and it will allow you to discover endless possibilities because Shopify is reinventing tools of growth for millions of businesses, helping them succeed every day. Okay. So if you have an idea, bring it to life. You guys don't be scared. Go to shopify.com slash not skinny for a free 14 day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash not skinny right now. Shopify.com slash not skinny. Anyway, when my DMs were down the other week, I was like, wait, this no instant communication is like really hard for my soul. Also, I don't know if this happens to you guys, but my app is so slow that like it's hard for me to go through messages as it is and like 
try to. Obviously, I can't see literally. It's just I miss the days where I could read all your messages. And now it's like whatever kind of comes up or whatever I managed to like kind of scroll through. But it's so weird to me. And I tell Dumois this all the time. Like she said on our podcast that we did, she was like, I read all my messages. I'm like, no fucking way. How? How? I don't know how she fucking does it. It's insane to me because I'm sure she gets you know, even more replies than me. And I get a lot. So when I, you know, some of you are like, you never read my messages. And like, I think you guys complain about that because you see that I like repost other messages, but it's kind of like whatever is in like my top five that are, you know, that are like pop up as new. And then of course, whoever gets to be in my primary box, which, you know, lucky them. Okay. So some other stuff I wanted to talk about is, first of all, I want to clarify my hatred towards Ed Westwick, which a lot of people are confused about. First of all, I think it stems from, I have a friend from Israel who's an influencer and she's obsessed with him to the point of like, I feel like I'm going to end our friendship because she'll literally like obsess over him. She bought this like she paid like $200 to like join a Zoom with him, like crazy fucking shit. She comments on every one of his photos. She had a follower see him in London. The follower came up to him for her, like at Soho House in London to say hi to her in a video. And I just feel like Ed Westwick, like appreciate, like, you know, she slid into CMs like an alarming amount. By the way, she's married. Okay. So this is like, I mean, it's like a joke to her, but it's like not a joke. That's why I'm concerned. So I feel like that fuels my hate because I'm like, you are not, you know, Brad Pitt. Like, give the girl a fucking answer her. Like, if Kim Kardashian can answer me, like, you can answer her. And he doesn't. And I just feel like his whole Instagram and like, yeah, maybe I'm still sexist in that way that like I judge men's Instagrams differently than I judge a woman's Instagram. Like a woman can have more selfies, in my opinion, than a man can. Like I just a grid of a man I would like to see is somebody who like doesn't know what he's doing on an Instagram. You know, I'd like to see like a hiking photo, a photo of your nephew and like your grandma's 90th birthday. And then maybe with like your girlfriend being like, I love her. I don't know. But his is literally just selfies of himself. And the latest thing that I was like, I've never seen a man more obsessed with himself. is like he was presenting some award and like he literally put up the video of him presenting an award. Not like he received an award and he's like, you know, so grateful. It's like he's so in love with himself that he needed to put that up and be like, here's me presenting an award. I just feel like it's uncool. It's just very uncool. And I just, I just, I'm telling you guys, I have a strong feeling that he's uncool. That's what I'm saying. I have a strong feeling that he's like self-obsessed and like, you know, but he has a new girlfriend. Her name is Amy Jackson. She's British, but she also was like a Bollywood star. Anyway, they just made their first red carpet appearance at the National Film Awards. And she's obviously gorgeous. But yeah, I think there were also like allegations against him. Yeah, he was accused of rape by two women and sexual assault by a third. But prosecutors in Los Angeles said in new documents there was not enough evidence for them to pursue the allegations. Westwick was originally accused of rape by actor Christina Cohen in November 2000. And 17. So he didn't face charges, but they accused him of rape. So that's like pretty that probably 
also, you know, stayed with me. So that's about Ed Westwick, who's basically the real life Chuck Bass with his self-obsession. I also want to talk about the Paris Balenciaga show, which our girl Kim Kardashian walked in, which that was like, okay, that was an obvious choice, right? She's their, you know, spokesperson, which if you guys watch the show and I was just talking about like being proactive about things. She made this happen for herself. She manifested it. She fucking, you know, she was she was basically like free being their endorser. Do you know what I mean? She was like, we thought she was their spokesperson before she was their spokesperson. Do you get what I'm saying? So she she made this come into fruition. So then we see hello, Nicole Kidman, which is like a random choice. And seeing her in those bug eye sunglasses, like make out with Keith Urban was like a moment in time. Dua Lipa, who looked gorgeous. Naomi Campbell, who looked amazing. And then Christine Quinn. Let's take a moment. First of all, I don't know if I ever told you about my beef with Christine Quinn, which like she doesn't know about. So don't tell her because I'm scared. I had her on my podcast. I don't know if I ever told this story. I had her on my podcast and I'm all about like bring on the villains. Like love that shit. And before the podcast started, we were like chit chatting and she actually came on. She was like supernatural. Her hair was like wet out of the shower. I was like, oh my God, she's such a vibe when she's not, you know, made up even. And then she told me at the beginning of the podcast like before we went live and we were chatting not on air she told me at the beginning like she was like you know I'm just kind of worried doing podcasts because I was on this other podcast and I asked the person the podcaster not to like you know put something and they did and then it was in all the media and I got like a bad you know whatever and I was like don't worry like whatever you don't want if you say anything, we'll edit it out. Like, obviously, professionals over here. Also, my thing with podcasting is like an interviewing is like, I want to make you feel comfortable. Like if we could get the tea, love it. But like, I'm not trying to have you leave and be like, you know, that girl was trying to just juice me or milk me like a cow. So we do the podcast. It's fine. She's an actor. Like she was just all like, mm, yeah, I'm the bitch, whatever. And then after the podcast comes out, obviously there were headlines because like, she talked about the co-stars and whatever. And she she asked me to take something out that we took out because it was about like production. It was about Netflix production, which obviously Netflix would be mad, even though like at this point in time, she doesn't give a shit about them being mad. Obviously, she even coming back. We don't know yet. But like if she left the company, if she left Oppenheim Group, then I don't see how she is, except what will they do without her? She's been the drama for all, all fucking five seasons. Unless we see Chriselle and G Flip. Anyway, so the podcast comes out, whatever. Then I do a podcast with this other girl who's big on Instagram and has her own podcast. And we chat up before and she's like, just, so you know, like I was nervous to do this with you. And I was like, why? And she's like, well, somebody told me that you like made them look bad or like didn't take something out. And I was like, wait, who? And she told me Christine Quinn. And I was like, wait, is that Christine Quinn's take when she meets new podcasters is to tell them she had a bad experience with the podcaster who like so basically she's making it seem to everybody that everybody she podcasted with that had that articles came out she's basically saying like that podcaster screwed her or her over do you get what i'm saying like that's her shtick so i think from then on it's like that was like a personal thing i was like oh wait <laughs> i like to comment on this world but to be in it and have like christine quinn like talk shit about me or like say something i was like that doesn't feel right. And especially not about like the professionalism of me as a podcaster and, and my, you know, producer and my network. So I didn't like that at all. 
but I looked recently and she's following me. So I'm scared. But anyway, seeing her in the Balenci show, I was like, listen, I'm all about underdogs. I'm all about like women succeeding, people succeeding, following their dreams. But can we be bitches? And for one moment, just say like, what the fuck was she doing there? And that's not on her level. Like how? Like Kim Kardashian is like, you know, bucket list shit. She's like, oh my God, Nicole Kidman, fucking icon. I wish Nicole Kidman like clapped as she was walking down the aisle. IYK, IYK. Dua Lipa, huge pop star. Christine Quinn, selling sunset, a reality TV star villain. Like what? But I don't know. She's been wearing those Balenciaga things. Remember, she kind of was like doing the Kim Kardashian vibes, like the entire cat suit. So it was surprising to see her there. And I'm sure it's a huge moment for her. And I wonder if that took away for the other girls to be like, wait, this is huge. Oh, wait, she's doing it. Is it really that huge? And TBH, I wonder if you guys feel this way. But when I see other even if it's like hot, I saw Emrata. Okay. She was wearing like the Kim cat suit, like the entire Balenciaga, like from boots till, you know, the whole thing, boot pants. And it just, no, it's just like, I feel like that should be a custom Kim thing. It's just weird to see it on, on anybody else. I don't know if you guys feel the same. Okay. You guys, my Rothy's, this just reminded me that I need to wash my Rothy's, which thank God that I can. Isn't that fun? So Rothy's is, um, a shoe wear company and I, I have their, I think they're called the everyday shoe. They're like slip-ons. Um, I have white because I love it. And I was comfortable getting a white shoe because they're washable, which is amazing. And also I love Rothy's because all of their products are knit with thread made from plastic water bottles and they've repurposed like over 125 million water bottles so far. Isn't that amazing? So aside from them being just a great company and doing great things, I really do love the shoes. They're so comfortable. And like I said, you can wash them. So I mean, that's really all I need in a white shoe and especially a slip on because I live in the city wearing flip flops and sandals is kind of gross because you feel like your your foot is about to touch the ground. So I really try to make a point to not wear like flip flops or, or slides that much outside. So my Rothy's slip ons make it so much easier to like, I just want to go out and walk Leo or take Noah to the park and you guys should really check it out. And they're giving $20 off. So your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash not skinny. That's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash not skinny for $20 off your first order. Another thing, I feel so bad for you guys for the tease that I did about Leo and Gigi, Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid. So many of you are like, Leo, which Leo? And I'm like, fucking the Leo. Okay. So first of all, when I went on Dumois' podcast a couple of weeks ago, she like broke the news on the podcast and was like, I've heard that Camilla Marone and uh, Leo broke up. I was like, really? She was like, yeah, that's what I heard. Blah, blah, blah. Obviously, we don't know anything for sure. And then started hearing about Gigi and Leo. And to me, that sounded like fairy tale shit. Like, no, that can't be. Like, he's dated models, but he's never really dated like huge people, like as huge as him. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, he's never dated really like on his- He's made the models famous. Do you get what I mean? The models that he's dated. It was Barra Fali. I mean, even Giselle, she was huge, but I feel like she became even huger. 
when she dated him or like uh, that model Tony or Aaron. He's dated so many. And even Camilla, like she's gorgeous and a model in her own right and actress. But I feel like we, you know, she's a name because she's Leo's girlfriend. Like that's just the truth. And Gigi is her own fucking thing. So this is new for him. I also heard, and this is insider scoop, you guys, that Gigi and Leo did date when they were younger. Like, I think when she was like 19 and he wasn't into it, he was like not going to about to take her seriously. And I think she was like a little butthurt about it. But anyway, hearing from people like that they've seen Gigi and Leo, like I was like, no, no, no. Like, I can't even picture it. Like what? Also, Camilla is like super cool with the Hadid sisters and with Hailey Bieber and like that whole crew. They run in the same circles or kind of the same age, like what? It was just not adding up for me. And then somebody sent me a, a video of Gigi and Leo. This is a girl that was there at the Ned and saw them. And OK, they're not making out. And this is where they were also blinds, I think, that came in that said that they saw them canoodling or whatever. So there isn't like making out. OK, but like they're sitting closely He's smoking a cig inside, obviously. Please tell me where the place is so I can go. And she's like singing Britney Spears and whispering into his ear. I'm going to play for you guys just so you can feel what I'm feeling. Hold on. I'm going to narrate it. So now she leans into his ear and says something. I could not post it because the girl who sent it to me saw it on somebody's like close friend story and didn't obviously... So I respect that shit. You know, I wish I could show it to you, but it's like a moment. It's Gigi's bleach blonde hair. They're sitting right by each other in a booth. Oops, I did it again is playing. Gigi is excited about it. She's singing it. She leans into his ear. I don't know if she's singing. Like, first of all, Leonardo DiCaprio bopping Joe Bernie Spears song. I mean, no, he's not bopping. He's smoking, but it's just like a sight to be seen. Anyway, so then it's like I've been talking to people in the industry as well that like would know and I'm like, wait, but isn't he with Cammy? And they're like, or are they broken up? And I've been told that they're not broken up. So this is, makes it even more complicated. This isn't like Cammy and Leo broke up after five fucking years, which is a long time. And he's now dating one of her like, you know, acquaintances or whatever. And who's Gigi Hadid? This is like, he seems to still be with Cammy. And also I got a couple messages from people that went to a wedding a couple weeks ago that Leo and Cammy were at. Okay. So this is all happening simultaneously, which is the wildest fucking part. And I fucking, this is the shit I live for. I mean, this is big gossip. This is, this is fucking huge. So love more info on that. Love to see it. Love to know it. I want to tell you guys something fucking crazy is that I've been getting emails messages about people trying to get to the Kardashians through me, which is fucking so funny. I just want to tell you guys that because I don't think I have like people being like, Amanda, like, please, I like wrote this, you know, thesis about, you know, the Kardashians. Can you send it to them so they could see it? Or I, it's like, no. So that's my general answer. Speaking of the Kardashians, it was Chloe's birthday, as we know, and she took some time off. She went away and then she came back and she was posting all the flowers that she got and tagging people. And the only photo she didn't tag was like 
this arrangement that was kind of like a table runner. Some people thought it looked like pastrami. And I was like, who the fuck is it? And I was not even going to insinuate that it's Tristan, even though it crossed my mind. But I was kind of like, is it Tristan? Is it a new dude? Like, she's tagging everyone. Why didn't she tag this person? This person not have an Instagram. And then I got messages from people being like, it's Tristan. Because there were people... I don't know if you have an Android or what the fuck phone you have, but that she soft tagged him or shadow tagged him or whatever you guys call it. And it showed up like even though it was a soft shadow, I forget what we call it, hidden tag. It showed up like on the top, like where you would see where someone's using a filter like that. It showed up like Chloe with Tristan or something weird, wild. And and people are upset, first of all, that, you know, shadow tags are going to be shown now or sh- okay carol radzewell my girl love her she coined soft tag that's what i like and i when she told me about it i didn't know that existed i didn't know you could drag the tag off the page and have people not see it but have it the person who you tag can then repost it a lot of people didn't know that and they were just making the the person's name either really small or changing the color so it blends in you could just take it off the page. And sometimes I do it now, actually. And I think just for like, you know, if it's like you don't need to be able to click the person, but I want the person to be able to repost. But people are like upset that if it's like a feature where people could see. But I'm like, why are you upset? Like if you're soft tagging someone like what what do you hide? It doesn't make sense to me for people to be upset that the feature shows. But it said Tristan. And I feel like that's not a mistake. And then people get upset. They're like, Chloe's a fucking idiot. Which like, again, the girl fucking cried over people harassing her and blaming her. It's like she wanted to pose the flowers. She didn't want to tag him because she didn't want people to come for her and be like, you're an idiot. Why are you posting him? So she's literally just said a general thank you with no tag. But then people... The people that saw it, saw it. And then the people that shared to the world, aka me, <laughs> don't be mad at me, go, go. And now we will know that it's from Tristan. Okay, so Tristan is a fuck up, but he's going to keep on licking Chloe's asshole. Okay, he's going to keep on being so fucking nice to her because he's a psychopath. And she is really nice too. So she feels bad not reposting his flowers. So she reposted his fucking flowers and was like, I'll soft tag him so he can see that I said thank you to him, but I don't want the world to see. And she got fucked. That's what I think about that. Kim Kardashian did an an interview with Allure, which at first I was like, I don't care. So Kim Kardashian did an interview with Allure magazine. And at first it's like, okay, I don't care. Like, you know, she's going to be talking about skin and whatever. But either she's a genius or... You know, just every interview she does, something she says will cause a frenzy. But then I saw that she talked about what she had done. And I was like, hello, thank you. Bring it to mommy. Because isn't that a fucking dream to have everybody in Hollywood, even in general, tell us what they have done? It's a dream of mine. So she said in the interview that she doesn't have filler. She doesn't even get her eyebrows or she doesn't even have eyelash extensions. She only gets a little bit of Botox between her eyebrows. People are obviously going amok 
about it. Like people are like, wow. And that's what's getting traffic to this magazine now. I swear to you, because if it wasn't this, I would literally be like, if this is an interview about the skin products, like it's okay. Like don't need to read it again. Right. Like we've heard it. We know it. I have it. I love it. Sorry. Don't be jealous. But like, I don't need to, you know, read a whole thing about it. But like, of course, like, so is she smart and she just knows this is what's going to happen and she's like, get some traction here or every interview that she does, she just like talks, like says something that that goes wild and that's going to make a gazillion headlines. It's like wild to me. But people are going crazy because they're like, no, she had more shit done and she's not saying it. Okay, so this is what I think. I think the woman, the interviewer asked her what do you have in your face right now? And that's the question she answered. Do you get what I mean? Like, so she answered that question and I believe her if that's what she said. Does that mean that she's never gotten something else? Does that mean that includes every single thing she has ever had done? Probably not. But I think she was answering what you have in your face right now. Oh, wait, even though she did say she never got lip or cheekbone filler. I feel like, yeah, filler seems scarier to me than, than Botox because it's could like travel and like just not look good. But it's so funny that she has a little bit between her eyebrows. Cause that's literally the only thing I've debated getting, to be honest with you guys, I have like an etched line that I've discussed. It's literally etched. Like it looks like a scar. Otherwise, like I don't care. Like I, I, my thing is like, if at rest, like, First of all, wrinkles are beautiful. Age gracefully. Live your life. Do whatever you want. I think, and even Joanna, her facialist, told me, she was like, because I asked her what she thinks about the the preventive Botox. She's like, does preventative facial paralysis sound good to you? And I was like, oh my God, no, it doesn't. Literally, that's what she said. It's so true. But I literally have an etched line like above my, like in my 11s. So don't furrow, you guys. Don't furrow so much because I fucking did, I guess. And that's the only thing that I'm like debating. But I'm really scared because you read the Botox fucking side effects and it's like could cause death. Like, and I shouldn't read side effects, but I did. And like that scares me. Also, I really enjoy being able to say that I get nothing done. And then if I get this done, then I'll have to be like, oh, but I, I just get this like 11s. So that's just my feelings on that. But it's just wild that that's the only thing she has done where that's the only thing that I'm thinking of, you know, even ever would want to do at this point. Okay, you guys. So I get asked for my article code like every day because who doesn't love article? Who doesn't know article? And who doesn't have an article piece of furniture in their house? And if you don't, you should get one because article is basically the online furniture store that is perfect for modern living. It is reliable, unlike a lot of other online furniture stores. And it's just good craftsmanship and gorgeous things. I have their Berard sectional sofa, their Seno dining table, the rocking chair in Noah's room, and my boucle. I was so trying to get boucle right that I forgot how to say bench. Bench in my foyer. And I love article. And I'm always, you know, looking to see what, you know, what next piece of furniture I'm going to get for them from them. They have beautifully crafted pieces and just quality materials, but they have you save over like 30% from traditional retail prices because they could cut out the middleman, the salespeople, they have no showroom. So that's how you're getting that good price. Not because um, it's not made with great 
materials. So Article is offering my listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To claim that, go to article.com slash not skinny and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash not skinny to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. I am so excited to partner with Sakara on my podcast because you guys know that I'm obsessed. I love Sakara. It helps me feel healthy. It helps me feel like I'm really got my shit together, that I have a balanced lifestyle. They have delicious, plant-rich, nutrient-dense meals that just make you feel good about living in your body. They're delivered to your door. You put them in your fridge and you have breakfast, you have lunch. You have dinner and you just take it out and you eat it. You don't even have to like make it. Isn't that amazing? You don't even have to warm it up. Okay. And it's just so good. It's made with high quality organic ingredients and you feel the results. You feel less bloated. Your digestion feels better. And you just feel like you're eating foods that are making you glow from the inside out. And, you know, you don't have to do it forever. You could do it for a limited amount of time just to get that kind of healthy boosts going, kind of reset your system to be like, hey, this is what like real good food tastes like. So you guys should check out Sakara if you haven't yet. If you've never tried, you're going to be amazed. They have such amazing salads. The dressings are always so delicious and unique. And sometimes I have like pancakes for breakfast or like a scone. I'm like, this is good for me. Thank you, because it doesn't taste like it. Right now, Sakara is offering my listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash not skinny or enter code not skinny at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash not skinny to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash not skinny. So that's about that. She obviously also discussed, she said that she probably cares about looking good more than 90% of the people. And I believe that the other thing she said, because the Kardashians keep getting asked about like how they feel about the fact that the world thinks that they created unattainable beauty standards. And her answer to that is everything that I've ever done is attainable. And does that mean it's attainable if you're poor? Probably not. But what she means is like you could get it like a person could get it done. So that's what I think she means by that. She also talked about the poop thing and said that because she said somewhere like I would be willing to eat poop to look young or to the, the woman asked her how much she said probably just a spoon. This is really important information, you guys. I guess like news was super, super, super slow. And this is another like I'm over TikTok thing is that a TikToker literally And if this is like a lie, then it's crazy to me. A TikToker goes on TikTok, says that he's like a DoorDash delivery guy and is like, I just delivered salami to Kylie's house. And like, she didn't tip me well. And then was like telling, you know, the whole story. Like I walked in, I heard the baby cry. Like, and then Kylie literally commented on a video on her page and was like, this is annoying. You know, this isn't true. My baby wasn't crying. I don't have a river in my because the guy was like there was a river anyway she said she also said i did not order this myself so okay so after she said nobody comes through the gate there's no river like this is a lie she then commented i did not order this myself he was tipped through the app lied to about seeing through my windows and hearing my son cry so i was like which one is it though i don't get it so at first she's like this is not the right place this is a lie but then she says i did not order this myself he was tipped through the app. So then she's just like blaming the assistant. 
That's, I think that's what it fucking sounds like. I don't know. It's not that interesting, but that's what happened. Also in the Kardashian-Jenner family. Oh, no. Kardashian-Jenner Barker family. Charlie D'Amelio, TikToker extraordinaire, is dating Landon Barker, who he's a little cutie. Like, he's a beautiful boy. They're dating. I'm sure, you know, the young TikTok world has a lot to say about this because she was dating, I think, like Lil Huddy and like was super low-key about it and like didn't want to be public but like with Landon she's public and they went to that crazy like Hamptons 4th of July party together and I like photographed together and also the D'Amelio family just sent like a really gorgeous gorgeous flowers to Travis and like we're, we're like get well soon so like they're moving on in and could you see the Kardashians extension being the D'Amelios like that would be wild and I feel like Addison Ray is shaking. Doja Cat, I feel like always gets herself into shit. Like, I feel like she's just a wild one. I fucking love it. So the latest drama with her is that she slid into Noah Schnapps from Stranger Things, the kid. She slid into his DMs to ask about her new crush. It's that new actor. What's his name? Joseph Quinn. So she slid into his DMs being like, Noah, can you tell Joseph to HMU? Wait, no. Does he have a girlfriend? So Noah was like, just, you know, text him yourself or something. But then he posted their exchange on TikTok again. This is why I hate TikTok. And he literally captioned it like thirsty doja, like kind of mean. And then she posted a live. I thought she was kind of nice in the live because she was basically like, like, it's fucked up. But like, he's a fucking kid. But then again, like you're how old is he? 19? Grow up. Like, first of all, I feel like posting unless like you are, I don't know. I just feel like posting personal DMs is just like a crime. It's a crime. Like I would never want anybody to post my DMs. Like imagine you send somebody's DMs and they posted it. It's just like embarrassing. Anyway, I'm team Doja on this, but like she should have just like looked for that guy and found him. But maybe she thought she would have more luck. Like maybe she really wanted this wasn't a joke to her. And she's like, well, maybe I could have this kid hook it up. Tasha Adams seems to have a new boy. I love how in Bachelor Nation, they always do like a soft launch and a hard launch. Like there's always like boop, 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 boop. And then after like months, they'll like announce the name and say who it is. I don't get it, but whatever. I'm happy for her. She's a cutie. And the guy looks hot, obviously. Even though I love Zach and Tasha. Oh my God, remember Zaysha? Also, I just wanted to say about the Barbie movie that like we keep on seeing tidbits and like uh, photos of Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie, who's obviously like gorgeous and he's gorgeous. And they're like, you know, just beautiful. And I need to remind myself that Greta Gerwig is directing it because if not, I would be so fucking over it. But like Greta Gerwig is going to for sure make this cool and like smart. But when I see the photos and the like little sound bites we get from people literally seeing them in like Venice, I'm kind of like, okay, like. This seems stupid, but they're both incredibly hot. And I feel like Greta is going to make it good. So there's that. Anyway, you guys, that's it for today. Thank you for hanging out with me. I love you so much. Be sure to rate and review the podcast, especially on Apple Podcasts, because somehow that's where it matters the most. And I appreciate you and I love you. And always, um, I was excited to hear your thoughts and your feedback. And, and yeah, love you. See you next Tuesday. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. 